Hey, welcome back to a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Today is August 17th, 2022, and we are continuing through the book of Ephesians. We're looking at Ephesians 3, 7 through 10 uh, this morning. Uh, in those verses, Paul writes, Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. So now our comment. In verse 7, Paul revisits the gospel, that is, uh, the mystery of Christ that resulted in the unification of Jews and Gentiles into uh, the one people of God. Paul is a minister of this gospel. Uh, what is this gospel? Well, uh, we've already seen uh, a definition of this to some degree in Ephesians 2. The gospel is the message that it is by grace that you are saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. The gospel that Paul preached excludes all grounds for boasting because all of its benefits are based on grace, not your performance. The gospel spoken of in these verses does not require you to clean up your life before you receive the good news. It only beckons you to come just as you are and be accepted by God on the basis of what Jesus has already done for you. This is the gospel that Paul preached, and he preached it to those who thought that in order to be a part of the people of God, you'd have to become like the Jews and keep the law in order to please God and remain in his favor. But Paul taught that God's favor is not earned um, through obedience um, to the law. It is given powerfully and freely in Jesus Christ. So when Paul preached the unsearchable riches of Christ to the Gentiles, the result was that God's plan to save the world was revealed. God would save the world by sending his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, into the world to die in the place of sinners so that they might belong to him as sons and daughters. And as sinners heard this good news, they would be baptized into the life of the church of Jesus Christ, where they would be taught to make disciples of others as well um, as uh, how to obey uh, related to the Great Commission. So as baptized believers began to assemble daily with other believers, they would grow in their faith and knowledge of God. And as they grew in their knowledge of God's grace, his mercy, his love, his kindness, patience, justice, impartiality, and holiness, the Holy Spirit would cause them to become more like Jesus. The Apostle Paul talks about this a little bit in Romans 8, where he writes, the believers have been predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son of God. Uh, this means that God intends for every believer to grow in their likeness to Jesus. We may call this a moral identity where it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Why then does God want believers in the church to become more like Jesus? Well, the answer to that is found at the end of verse 10. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Would you pray with me this morning? Lord, we recognize that according to your word, uh, you have a plan 
for your people. Lord, it is a plan or <clears throat> Lord that depends on your grace. It depends upon your mercy. And so we pray that you would move and work in our lives, Lord, to conform us more to the image of Christ. And that you would help us as we are a part of uh, the Church of Jesus Christ, Lord, to fulfill that role, that purpose of making known your great wisdom to bring glory to you. Lord, use us, shape us, mold us today. We ask all this in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Now our blessing. May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God.